and I did hit go. One, two, three. Here we go. I thought we agreed that oh. we weren't going to clack or count down anymore. Well, but it's, I don't know. It seems like a starting line of some sorts. It's an energy It builder. has been a momentous week. It has been huge. So you went to Boston this week? I did last la, la, did like uh, last did Thursday. Park the car. <laughs> Park the car. <laughs> we went to, well, I, when I was a kid, we would. Uh, so when I lived in the East Coast, we'd go visit my aunt and uncle who lived in Boston. But they also owned uh, a lake house in the. Father this. and aunt. Yeah, I do aunts. My son did that. I'm I'm an aunt guy. Well, it's because you're a Westerner. Is that why? Yeah. Okay. Well, why, my East son Coast. do aunt because <clears throat> he's a pod, he's a YouTube guy. Anyway, go ahead. Wait, are we talking Max? Yeah, because he's Max. Aunt, Max like, is what? just eclectic okay. with whatever he wants to do. So, so that so my um, I don't know how I'd be related to this guy. It's my aunt's grandchild. That's what. <laughs> I, Holy I smokes! How do I get related? I don't to even that? know. My aunt's. What do you think of this? I mean, my aunt yeah. uncle's grandchild. So my. Oh no! I guess I do. My know cousins. It would be second cousin. Second cousin. Okay, so he's a second cousin. Yeah. And they were little. And I'm like, okay, let's go get in the car. And he looks at me, and he was, I don't know, he must have been four. And he looks at me like, he, I'm this kid born and raised in Rhode Island, you know? And he looks at me, and he goes, it's not a car. It's a car. Oh, like, he really did that? Yeah, he flat out did it to me. <laughs> oh, that's, that's great. <laughs> so you went to Boston. Yeah, we had a great time. A friend of ours called up and uh, said, hey, um, wife's birthday's coming up, and uh, we wanted to go chill and just have kind of a relaxing time. I don't, I don't normally... We kind of talked about this, but I don't normally vacation with other couples. Right. P- part of it's just, it takes so I don't, much I don't to plan. I don't my wife. It's just, it's just me. <laughs> <laughs> That's called a business trip. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I can't, it's, it's too much to plan. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, look, I've never done, I don't know that I've ever vacationed. Oh, I mean, early on, I've been to, I've been to Lake Powell with some people who are listening to the podcast. Shouts. And thanks but for the great But did they plan it or you planned it? They planned it. So if I, it's got to be a plan. Like I haven't been to like a, I haven't like gotten on a plane with people that I know and gone somewhere. You know what I mean? I've never, I don't think I've ever done that. So I get a little bit nervous about it because uh, my wife and I are kind of really chill. We don't like to make big plans, and so, many times we don't even, like my wife doesn't even like doing an airplane because it's just too much hassle. She would rather get in a car and drive. Interesting. And like I know people that will. You know, plot the road out. You know where you're going to stay. Oh, my goodness. We never do that. We just go. <laughs> right. Like, where are we going to stay? I don't know. Whichever one has something it's, open. It's tricky because, like, what's the point of vacation if you're going to be working? That's like, the point. Know? Yeah, yeah. For us, but, it's but work. A lot of people can't relax unless they do that. Yeah. I Which I get. Whatever. So these friends call up and say, hey, let's go. We're like, yeah. all right. So we're, we're like, well, we know them pretty well. We've spent some time with them. So we're, we're pretty sure they're going to be low-key. And they, they were totally low-key. Uh, and it was, I mean, it was the first morning. I was a little worried, like, who gets up first and who's going to, like, get the <laughs> engine running. But the, the wife whose birthday it was, she's like, no forced march. That's what she's like. We're not forced marching anything. It's like it's not. We don't have to get up at nine o'clock. Salute, go. So we just kind of chilled and uh, used public transportation. We did the freedom. Have you ever been to Boston? I've never been to Boston. I heard that I should. It's a fun. If you like American history, it's definitely a place you got to go. But we had. There's a and thing it, called the Freedom Trail. I've watched the movie The Town like five times. So <laughs> that's got to count for something, right? Yeah, and what's it's that? A pretty good show. You seen it? Yeah. What's the other? Good Will Hunting. That's another good one. Saw Good Will Hunting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we uh, use public transportation, but there's a thing downtown Boston they call the, um, the Freedom Trail, and okay. it's really cool. Oh, and it's, it's 
You, it's a red line. American history. Yeah. It's nice. a red line, and it starts at the park downtown, and you literally follow that red line all the way around town, and it stops at, like, oh, the Old North Church and this bar and this place, and they're, and they're all, like, significant historical places. That's fun. And then you end up on Bunker Hill. That's at the fun. top of the Bunker Hill, which is really cool. I went, I've done the Freedom Trail at least twice before, and I you always almost everybody quits at um, Paul Revere's house. Okay. And I have always quit at Paul Revere's house. The reason is is because the next part's a little bit of a you have to go across the river, so you go across a bridge and then you go up yeah. to Bunker Hill. So people don't know it's only like one or two sites on that <laughs> other side of the river, so it's kind of like why I go over there. Okay. So this time we're like, yeah, let's go. Bunker Hill was my favorite part. There's a huge monument. It looks exactly like the Washington Monument. It's 220 feet high. Wow. It's run by the National Park, so it's free. You get to go to the top. Well, we didn't go. We didn't get there in time, but it was pretty cool. It's a really, it was a fun, it was fun. Now, the only thing I would say is Boston, if you're listening, all these individual places are owned by different people. Like, the churches are real churches. Oh, okay. And the first time I did it, you just walked into the church, and it was really cool. And sometimes they had, like, the historical place. Of, you know, uh, Ben Franklin was baptized here or whatever. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool stuff. Now they all charge to come in. Interesting. And it's, you know, somewhere between 8 bucks to 20 bucks, depending on which one it is. So I kind of wish, and I would do this. I kind of wish there was. I mean, did one... they give you like indulgences or anything? No, like... <laughs> not really. They're just letting you. It's it's a way for them to like. Oh, that was a sale of indulgences yeah, indulg- joke. <laughs> like, yeah, you, eight dollars, but you can commit these three sins on the way in. <laughs> but once you're out, you're out. It was that. That was the only part that's a little frustrating. So we didn't really go into a lot of them because you know, church is a church. You can kind of look in the window. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. One of the churches had all the windows pulled, though. So Boston. Yeah. That was a good fun. time. A ton of fun. We ate a lot of clam chowder. And, uh, any good? Any good clam chowder? Oh, yeah. Best place for clam chowder. Oh, so I like New England clam. You know, there's two kinds. So is it the red kind? The red kind slash brown kind is Manhattan clam, clam chowder. And even though I, I would consider myself a New Yorker, no, that's gross. Okay. It doesn't taste good. So, I mean, I've, I've had I've had some of the quote-unquote good clam chowder from the Bay Area, so I don't know what, yeah, what the difference good. is. Similar. Yeah, that's good. Similar. Similar. I mean, you yeah. know, they're using fresh ingredients, so it's similar. But it's fun to be in, you know, clam chowder for me is Boston. So we did clam chowder, ate at one, um, like, the oldest bar in America. It like opened in 16-something or other. Wow. Yeah, it was a ton, ton of fun. <coughs> and, uh, I wonder if that was a positive at the time or scandalous, like where the Puritans like, dang it. <laughs> they moved in. <laughs> Good point. No, I'm sure they were. So I, I had an adventure this week. Um, for those of you who don't know what it is, I wrote a thing called the One Wheel. And what it is, it's like a plank board that full of batteries that is affixed to one wheel. I secretly really want one of these. Okay. Well, you should get one because you can get them used for... Oh, you can? I never thought get, about getting them used. You get them used. Oh, that's not yeah. a bad idea. Well, our I mean, they're still, friend has they're two still expensive them. use, but they're half of what we were just talking about. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, they're like twenty. If you if you really load it up, you can get it up to twenty six hundred bo- bucks. Yeah, I don't know why you would really load it up, but anyway, it's super fun. So you're like, how can you possibly ride one wheel with batteries? And the and the answer is, you know, the Segway technology, like that self gyroscopic. Yeah, the self balancing, whatever. Yeah. whatever. So it senses your balance and it. Oh, really? So it's not like you have to keep it super balanced. Like, well, you still have to balance left and right. Oh. But you don't have to bounce forward. Well, no, that's not correct. 
you do have to balance because because the balancing is how it knows whether or not to go. And it's like riding a Segway. If you tip forward, you go. If you don't, if you don't tip forward, you I've stop. Never ridden a Segway. Segway. Oh, you got to ride a Segway. They're fun. They're fun. Do you remember? Uh, it was uh, a lot of fun. Uh, Surprising amount. Who's of the fun. guy that did Apple? Who's the main guy? Um, Tim Cook. Tim, no, no, before him. Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs. You yeah. know, he had, like had the. He was like part of the unveiling. It was going to un. Totally changed the world. He thought it was an invention. Well, it kind of look. It's really fun. They don't make. I mean, that, that thing went bankrupt, and now I think that, I think you can still ride them. But anyway, segways are fun. Yeah, I remember seeing them in like uh, tours and. But it's cities. segway tech in that you tilt slightly forward and it starts to roll. Got it. And then you tilt back and it starts to break. And so I was really terrified of it. I tried it a, uh, a year ago, and I was like, nope. And I like just nope, didn't like it. But then I watched a YouTube video on how to do it. It's for some reason that I found found it comforting. I'm like, maybe I can do it. And so, so I tried it, and I did. I was like riding all around. Did you the pad line. yourself up and everything? I did. Oh, uh, helmet. Uh, oh. No, I take it back. I think I did have wrist guards because I was I was riding the skateboard really fast. So we had electric electric gear night. So we had for the, our young men's volunteer work. So we had a bunch of kids come to the parking lot of College of Canyons, and we and I brought the two electric skateboards and two one wheels. Nice. And, um, and then that was super lightly attended. Lightly? Oh, you should have called. I would have been there. I should have called. That's near my so house. So it was a like it was three adult leaders, a couple of their kids, and then one kid from our actual group. And so we just rode like crazy for like an hour. And we're like, hey, follow me. And like we went into the new parking structure and rode around and just oh, that's fun. Zip it, it was great. We had a great time. Zip it around. But it was also fun for these adult leaders because you know they're always either working or taking care of their kids. So I got a great video of them like holding their little baby daughter while they're like skateboarding around, and <laughs> like, it was a really good time. But the one wheel, okay. So I feel like kind of a kind of a boss. So I'm having this uh, renaissance where I can do hard things because I'm I'm doing some fairly complicated stuff in the kitchen remodel. Okay. And uh, have I shown you the fairly complicated thing I'm doing? No. So I'm built. So we have this desire because we, we're 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 doing kind of a uh, Santa Barbara style house, which is kind right. of like a little bit zany Spanish style. So it's kind of Spanish style esque, but it's also. Um, Anyway, so we thought, okay, we want to make the the stove area kind of a feature and not just a area. So we we thought we're gonna build a big decorative hood. That's what we decided to do. Oh, 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 gotcha. And I'm doing that, and then so it's making me feel like I can do hard things because I have like I'm bending drywall and crap like Whoa, that for the first time. Oh, look at you. So um, so <laughs> so anyway, so you have I'm to like, get it wet to bend it. Uh, no, you score like you get thin drywall. There's quarter inch drywall. Oh, and then, you and, then and then I score it like every inch, and so I kind of break it along the. Got it. And I had to score it on the front and back, because it, because this is an S curve, right? So I had to fold one way one time and another way the other time. Nice. And then uh, and then I drill it in along the along the anyway. So I'm gonna mud that today, but I'm I'm making this thing that's hard. So I'm like, I can do hard things. And it started to give me confidence, right? Right. So I was looking at that one wheel. I'm like, but I can do hard things. And so I got out and I was like, ooh, ooh, ooh. And then by the time it was over, I was out scooting around, having a good time. I really, I want to try. It. I should call our mutual friend. Is I drove it around my car trunk for the last couple of days. I should have stopped by. Um, but it's good, good time. One wheel, doing hard things. That's awesome. Do you know what? I have a problem with doing hard things, though. <laughs> Okay. Because I always associate it with going down super steep slopes when I'm snowboarding. Oh, snowboarding? And it's just not fun. It's mm. not fun. Yeah, this is definitely fun. So you can feel good about this. And making the drywall, not fun, but like seeing it, it's like, yeah, feeling good. Rewarding. <laughs> yeah, rewarding. Yeah, pat exactly. yourself on the back. <laughs> you dapper, <laughs> exactly. ha- uh, challenging individual. Uh, so speaking of uh, home improvement, 
Oh, okay. Wait, am I improving? No, I'm not doing anything. You are. No, like, okay, so uh, my son has taken to... So I always wanted one of my sons to get excited about building things and making things. I always wanted that. Because I... Uh, because I, I laugh because if it's Max, what's he gonna build? The throne, of course. <laughs> he built a throne, right? So and so and then I had a son. My my first son had no interest and and little aptitude for it. I'm like, right. Okay. So that's how that's gonna be. So that's it. fine. Then my second son had a ton of aptitude and no interest. Got like it. Lucas, like in like naturally picks up tools and gets it. Like he just gets it. Yeah. But he doesn't care at all. I'm like, all right. And my third son had little aptitude. But a ton of interest in it. And now he's got aptitude because he's actually been doing it for a while. Right. But but that's Max. Max is like, he's not naturally, like if he heard this, he'd be furious if I said this. But but he's not naturally like, I get it. And right. He, he, has his, he has his mom's like sense of engineering where it's right. like, I'm going to hang this on the wall. Like, is that a push pin? Like, that's 400 pounds. You can't hang it on the wall with a push pin. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, that's what I say when I say aptitude, right? Yeah, got it. Um, but he's kind of figured that out because he's, Hung those things and said, and see, da- see, Dad, it worked, and then they all fall down. <laughs> and so now he hangs things with proper. So yeah. he's gotten he's gotten the aptitude over time. Anyway, but now I share the garage and the house and the tools with my son, who's making things all the time. So I'm super excited that he's making things all the time, but not super stoked that like I can never find my You know, <laughs> I never heard it as you're sharing with him. I've always heard it as... He owns the garage, oh, no, and you guys like, have like little corners. Of all it. the things are just like a question of time until it's his. So, which brings me to the stud finder. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm making this thing and the drywall, and I need the stud finder. And in preparation for this, I got a, I got a slightly fancier stud finder than I'd had before. Right. Not like fancy, but fancier. Right. Like I didn't get the twenty dollar one. I got the thirty dollar one. Right. Look at me. Right. <laughs> Living large. <laughs> Living large. And uh, and then I needed it. And I cannot find it. And, like, look, our house doesn't have very, very many places for things to hide. Like, it's going to be either here or here or here. And I can't find it. And then I go tear up his room. And then I kind of glower at him. I'm like, where is my stud finder? <laughs> and he's just like, I don't know. Anyway, a couple, couple months back for his birthday, Rachel was at Home Goods, And there was this decorative statue of a gorilla head. Like, this giant, like, Actual size gorilla head with a crown on it. And she right. thought, I think Max probably wants this. You know what I mean? So she buys it. And, um, dude, the stud finder's in the gorilla head. Yeah. <laughs> it was. It was. The stud finder was in the gorilla head. <laughs> Freaking Max. So, no, no, but here's what's funny. He's like, text me, hey, dad, I found the stud finder. So this is after I gave up and I never. And had done the the white trash version of stud finding, where I just drill like nine holes, nine holes, nine yeah. holes until I finally find the stud. Right, right? I think that's wood. <laughs> I'm like, this this, this screw seems, slowed down. Yeah. I must have found a stud, right? So so uh, hey, I think I found a stud finder. I'm like, where was it? And he wrote back, you know, it's partially my fault. I'm like, cool. Where was it? He was like, it's in the gorilla head. I'm like, cool. Partially? Question <laughs> mark. <laughs> like, how is it? How is it not 1,000% your fault? And he's like, well, it's partially my fault. <laughs> my kids, like my wife. So my wife loves building things. So we have a shop for her, right? Mm-hmm. And then I have, I, I have, you know, I had always had tools. And, and I'm. Does I'm that a, mean you have to park your 
Second nicest, te- second cheapest <laughs> Tesla outside. Yeah, the second right. nicest Tesla. We have a outside. shop for her. I like so, this. so we we have a three car garage. The servants live over the shop, and <laughs> <laughs> and that we have a two car garage where where sometimes when we we don't find a lot of junk in there, we can park. But the other one is just a full on wood shop. Right? Yeah, no, it's really it's really cool. And actually. my wife has, and it's her. I may need to, by the way, bum some. I need. I might need some table saw time. Come on over. <laughs> okay. So she, it's it's totally her place. It's designed by her. It's painted. Got this bright color in there because she wanted it to be happy. And she she even designed the table and how it was gonna do. And then I built the table. Nice. Was like the only thing I contributed to it. I could drill holes, evidently. Well done. But she has a whole set of tools in there that aren't allowed to be touched. And the kids are scared to death to take anything out of there. Oh, that's nice. They're. I mean, like fear of death. Like they yeah. do not go in there. I said that's nice. That doesn't sound nice. No, but I legit think that. A person like your wife deserves to have like some things that are well, just and she'll hers. get a set, you know, put you know it in I mean? there, and like it's actually when this all started, it was really funny. I'm like, "What do you want for you know?" I think it was Mother's Day or something, and she's like, yeah. "I want a table saw." I'm like, "Really?" She goes, "Yeah." I'm like, "Done." I'm like, "I don't know why." It just sounded so cool. Sounds good to me. So she's got this whole this stuff, and I've got tools too. But the problem is, is that she'll say, "Hey, do you?" She'll never ask me if I have a tool. And some of my tools are really nice and expensive. Oh. So she rebuys the tools. Oh. So often we have two of the same thing. Mm. And I'm like, why don't you just take mine? And yeah. she's like, because that's yours. And I'm like, but I'm not using it. <laughs> Look around. When's the last time I did a project and used this tool? I know. My tools don't aren't even allowed in her shop. Oh, wow. They have a whole different place to live okay so my my tools are the ones that get raided all the time and when they get raided i i get missing stuff right so evidently the i should look in monkey heads yeah or gorilla heads yep hey in our last pod i promised we were going to talk about a poll so this is the new york times poll it's a new york times poll as reported by on the um ben shapiro podcast but it's really good news um for those of you who are like i don't know who ben shapiro is don't worry about it but uh but he really, read, really smart guy. Talks really fast. He read the internals of of a New York Times poll that has, I think, really good news. So I've been insisting for a long time that Twitter mobs are not real, and that and that Facebook dogpiling is not real, and that that this hatred that that people think that that exists because it exists online is how it exists in real life. Yeah, I mean, polls have been pretty consistent showing that that's not true. Have they? Yeah. Well, that, I mean, well, in, in the sense no they, they say it in different ways, but this I think this one's different because we're in the midst of an election. Yeah. Right. And I can't. By the way, I can't wait for this to be over. The the amount of email I'm getting is just insane. And now I'm getting like text. Do you get text? Oh yeah, I got to tell you how to. Do you, Do you respond back? Stop. No, I don't really care. It's not that many. Oh, I care. Oh. I get so many. Oh, I don't care. So, uh, but the it's cool actually thing, legal. They they actually put a legal loophole in the law that allows them to contact you. That's fine, whatever. <laughs> so the the point is is that I'm I you know we're in the midst of it. So you would think that the 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 knives are out. Politics yeah, the, is a the, blood game. Yeah, I mean blood sport. Because come on, the view exists, and on the view, I'm I'm given to believe that you know. That's what crazy people do. They sit around and like complain about people. Like yeah. Me. Anyway, on both sides, <clears throat> they they asked a question in this in this New York Times poll: If does uh, politics tell you a lot about whether a person is a good person or not? Yeah, you would think that that. What would percentage? Be... Like, would you expect? Well, I had heard the poll, so I, I I know that I know what it is. But it's before, small. Like, I honestly, I <laughs> thought it was a lot larger. I thought it was larger than they. 
I'm like, oh, that's interesting. That's interesting, it is right? Really small. Only 14 percent of people in America, and it's think, consistent. <clears throat> yeah, consistent across parties. Yeah, and independents. Only 14 percent of people think that a person's view of politics will tell you a lot about whether or not the person is a good person. Right. Which is consistent that's with great those. news, dude. It means that 86 percent of people walking around are fine. Like, aren't looking at you going, is that guy? The opposite political affiliation? Yeah. I can't talk to him. I no can't party. even talk to him. I can't even talk to him right now. Yeah, 35% thinks, it thinks that you can learn a little about them, and 39% thinks you can't learn very much. Yeah. And I don't know. Do you know things, I don't think those things add up My to political but. signs have been out. The whole, all through trick-or-treating and everything, nothing ever happened to him. No one's ever Because they're regular, because you're regular. Yeah. <laughs> Same with my neighbor who has the opposite signs that I have. So. Oh, good. In our house, we support trick-or-treating. Um, all right. So, and then the other one that I thought was really good news, which is um, how many, like, what has recently a political conversation has hurt a relationship? Well, that was low, too. It was like 20%, right? It was low. It's 20%. Yeah. 80%. Eight in 10 people are not walking around just having told off their parents or their uncle for wearing a MAGA hat well, or I, whatever. Yeah, I told you that uh, someone at work, like, really got upset with me over over an issue oh yeah yeah so right. much so that he like got up was leaving he was like very angry he was right? like gonna storm off yeah. yeah and two of my other partners were there and and <sighs> the peacekeeping partner who you know hey hey guys guys you know da, da, da. and so but i i like we were at lunch so we were leaving and as we were leaving they're like no leave him alone let him cool down da, da, da. i'm like no no i'm like i went to him and i just said hey dude this should not affect our relationship just because we think differently about this. And I don't think we think that differently about it. That It doesn't mean it has to affect our relationship. Because yeah, I just got frustrated. You know what I mean? And so we talked it out by that 15-minute walk back. It was fine. But okay. I, think, I think that sometimes in just normal human interaction, we either avoid a conflict or after the conflict happens, we were, we were avoid a, res, a resolution, right? So we don't, we don't want to... We don't want to get I'm now in my marriage, I will admit that when my wife is upset, I wanna I wanna know why. You wanna, wanna you wanna just hector the crap out of her until she fixes it with you. Yeah. I and, want it to and resolve. That's probably not the move, I'm guessing. No, not the move. <laughs> with my wife, she needs time for processing. Yeah. Right. But I think when we're just having political discussions or religious discussions that maybe get a little heated, it just needs sometimes it just needs to continue past that. Right, push through right. it, right, and right, then right. it resolves just fine. Well, look, I'm I'm super encouraged. Like, like, eighty five percent of the time, or eighty percent of the time, you can walk outside, you can you can politely be who you are, and not expect that people are gonna lose their minds. Yeah, you I'm, know, I, I'm like, oh, we don't live in a place where it's so much that way. I mean, like, there's there's whole states of this union where I could imagine that that's way, that way all the time, because that's the way it was when I grew up. I grew up proudly proclaiming my political beliefs and joking around with people who disagreed with me and being fine. Like, yeah. And I think there's whole states of this union where it's that way. It, it, I have to be more careful than that when I go to work in Santa Monica. I do. I have to be more careful than that. But, um, you know, I used to think you did. And I just, I, 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 I never believed the mob. I don't think I'm fooling anyone. I think they all know. I think they all know what I believe, even though I barely say it. Every once in a while, catch a tab on my browser open. You know, what yeah. I mean? you know what I mean? Like, what are you reading? Like, what, I'm sure they like look it up. Like, what is this guy? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> this is guys. What? Who's like, it's what? funny. <laughs> like, like that's the. Oh no! 
They saw what I'm on the internet. It's like, it's not porn. No, it's, it's a conservative news website. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know what, though? Yours is a top-down organization where they, they, they're actively trying to be... I don't want to use the word inclusive because that's kind of a woke term, but... Um, well, it seems respectful uh, of others. I, I hope so. I hope and, so. And, and not not to a point where you have to accept an extreme in order for you to be accepted. Uh, to the point where, hey, this is a big enough. It's my my wife walking down New York yeah. City. That you know this the city's big enough for me to walk slow. That's the way she looks. There, at it. There's one thing on here that actually I should be excited about, but I actually I think is a really troubling number. So I, back when Mitt Romney ran for president, there was this publicity stunt that was staged, which has persisted in our culture. And a lot of people don't know that it was a publicity stunt that was that was orchestrated to bring down Mitt Romney, but it was. And it was the the Occupy Wall Street one percent, like uh. Uh, Occupy Wall Street was this quote unquote grassroots uh, thing where a bunch of hippies sat outside Wall Street and played bongo drums and complained about right. capitalism, and they and they complained about quote unquote the one percent, and um, er, and people don't know this, but it was like there was literally publicists that were enlisted to drum, to drum that thing up and make yeah, it happen. Yeah, of course. Anyway, um, but what has persisted in our culture is this feeling of enmity toward capitalist success. Um, and and with, if you just say the 1%, people know what you're talking about. That wasn't a thing before Occupy Wall Street. People didn't, people yeah. didn't say 1%. And they infected, like, the, they right. infected the Well, I think discussion. it affected the culture because one of the questions on this on this on this survey was do you think government exists primarily to protect the elite and and 75% of republicans think that yes 69% of independents think yes and 58% of democrats think yes that's a high number so those are all majority what numbers what would you say all majority numbers what would you say well so coming out of so i didn't used to think okay i, I want to answer that with a longer answer but before i go there i want to say this I didn't, 10 years ago, I didn't think this. 10 years ago, I didn't think this. I thought that we would tug a war about who, who, who was in charge of policy that people wanted, but I didn't, I didn't think 10 years ago that there really were a cabal of elites that, that felt above the rest of us and that, felt, and that manipulated government for their own ends. I truly didn't believe it. And I fear that, and I would have feared that, the, that these numbers were just us being idiots because it's kind of socialist, right? It's kind of socialist. I'm sorry, socialist isn't even the bad word. It's kind of communist to be like the powerful are trying to trying to grind on the poor, blah 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 blah, right? But when I saw the cabal, the way that everyone organized, the way that the powerful organized to tear down uh, Donald Trump, who. I'm not saying he doesn't have his own problems. I'm not saying he doesn't start his own fights. I'm not saying he doesn't even do things that are wrong sometimes. I'm just saying 70, 60 to 70% of the attacks levied against him were, were the powerful fighting to bring down an outsider. And that, that freaked me out. I'm, I freaked out to that to say. So I, w- I would say, yeah, I guess I would. I would I'd say, I'd say 60. That's part of the reason I'm postpartisan. I used to think that oh we can just elect Republicans we'll be okay, and now it's like I don't know if that's true. I think, more I think a lot of these goofballs are just just in it for the power. My I think my response is a little more granular, and the re, what I, what I mean by that is, I was reading an article on a conservative website. I I read articles on both sides, right? Yeah, both sides do the same thing, yeah. and it's it's about Elon Musk. 
Yeah. Uh, look, I this is not the it, every article talks about either he's the richest man or yeah. he's a billionaire. Yeah. And and to me, if I had written like you know, Elon Musk who owns Twitter and uh, and is a billionaire, yeah. you know what I mean? Like uh, that's that's something that comes up in every article on every side in every paragraph okay. of everything they write about him, which okay. really irritates the heck out of me because one, if you were to write a paper and give it to your English 101 professor, yeah. right? What would they do? They'd circle that and they say, what do you mean by that? You know what I mean? It's 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 a superfluous word that is not it's it, and and quite frankly, I think it's aimed at something and it really, 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 really grates on me. It grates on me heavily. So granularly, I can see that there is on both sides this feeling of there there are these rich people and they and that these rich people have extra privileges, et cetera, and so forth, and therefore the system is uh kind of you know built against me. But I would say this. The biggest difference between the French Revolution and the American Revolution. Yeah. Populism was French. Yeah. Poor people killing the killing the elites. That's yeah. what they did. Yeah. They literally just murdered everybody. Yeah. I'm not I'm not on board. Versus yeah. the rich people fighting for principle. Because yeah. George all the people that were signed the Declaration of Independence had every financial reason not to. Yeah. And so I believe the core of what we are is all pushing towards a common goal, which is we have rights that government can't tramp on, and whether we're rich or we're poor, we can rely on my idea. And Look, I, I think still that's believe right. in it. I think that's right. And so I believe... But that that's not the question. The question is, does government currently... Protect think, protect the interests of, but the, I think uh, of that, the elite. I think ish, right? Ish. For, Epstein, is, for instance, is a perfect example. I can't understand for the life of me why the Epstein list has not leaked. Everything leaks in Washington, but that, yeah, that's really suspect. It's pretty, it's pretty sketchy. That's super sketchy, and 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 it's probably both sides, and they're both trying to do it. Uh, by the way, sketchy. I saw it's an pretty interview. sketchy. I saw an interview so the other day. Those who don't know who Epstein is, Epstein is a, he's, a, he's a billionaire that used to have friends in politics and entertainment, and he had a fancy mansion out in Bahamas where he would fly out just, I mean, I don't know if they're actually paid whores. It was or, an island. Or, but, fancy island. But he'd fly out women to sleep to sleep with powerful men. Yeah, but they weren't only, they weren't, okay. they, they weren't. It was kind of a, it was, it was a pervy sex situation. Okay. It was more than pervy. He had but, young, oh, underage women, and and occasionally they 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 brought people that were obviously young, and yeah. and so no, it was they, that dude who declared, right. by the way, that they weren't young, but were obviously young, and so that that so he's a, so he went to jail, and then he killed himself, but but William points out that like look, <laughs> then there, he killed there's, there's then a bunch he of killed there's, there's flight records, of like people that went to visit him on this island, yes. and like. Bill Clinton, for example, somehow that was there a there, lot. Was was there a lot? And Bill Gates was there a lot. And <laughs> a the lot. prince, because this wasn't like a millionaire. This is a billionaire. This is right. like somebody who is really right. And once you're a billionaire, like you're important. Things change. You're important in the world of of of, of business and finance. And so you're so you cavort in the billionaire circles. And anyway, William's point is like we only know a couple of the names of people that were hanging out on this island and on this plane. 
And, and that's it. And why is that? Yeah. And how is it possible? Yeah. I mean, wh- and why nobody wa- why why does yeah. nobody want to know that? That to me is suspect. Just, so are there? Yes. Oh, that was part. This actually leads into one of those other issues that we keep bringing back. Some one of our t- listeners texted me and said, "Hey, you know, blah blah blah. Would you know? Yeah. This is the thing I would do if the other party, uh, you know, pandered to me if they." use this i'd vote for them right and his one of his was term limits and we talked a little bit about that you know that's a problem with democracy da 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 and so then we talked about the bureaucracy so part of the bureauc part of this bureaucracy is about this power right and power and influence and so if you have and you're rub, rubbing the elbows at the parties with the rich people and stuff like that and you're a bureaucrat you all of a sudden you know you're you feel important and therefore, you that person has influence over you. Yeah. And so they can. And and whether it's Donald Trump, they did this to Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan was a supposed outsider because he was an actor, right? And he came in and he he changed things and people didn't like him because of that. And they're kind of doing that to Elon Musk, he, who is not partisan at all. He doesn't give a crap. No. Like, everyone's like, he's conservative. I'm like, no, I, can think, I can think of a half a dozen of his core beliefs. Like he advocated for universal basic income, which is the exact opposite of conservatism. Yeah, it's like that's giving everybody money. That's like straight up socialism. Yeah, I don't agree with him on that. I think he's wrong. All he's saying is everyone gets to talk, and you're like, that's <laughs> you conservative nut job. I'm like, which is weird because it's a liberal idea that the liberals historically, used to be historically. Like kay. ACL was a big thing about you, that. Do you remember yeah. after school specials? Do you remember those 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 shows that would play on TV? They're yeah. like after school movies. Yes. So they're made for TV movies. Right. And they were they were for low budget. Ba- low budget. They're kind of for latchkey kids. Like mom yeah. mom and dad are working. So if we have to play them something, might as well play something with values, right? Well, those values were always like classic. Classic liberal values. I don't mean classical liberal values, but like they were kind of soft yeah, Democrat free values. Free speech, right. blah, blah. And I remember there being one of those episodes about how this lawyer was defending a Nazi's right to, to protest in the park. And they're like, but dad, aren't the Nazis like bad guys and don't we hate them? I'm like, yeah, we hate Nazis, son. But in America, we believe everybody gets the, to, chance, yeah. the chance to speak. Like that was all I heard. And, and I found it challenging. Like when I was a kid watching that show, I found it challenging. I'm yep. like, I don't want to defend the Nazis. Screw yep. those guys, right? Yep. I found it challenging. And then as I grew older, I'm like, as much as I don't like to accept the soft Democrat idea, yep. I think that they're right, that it's too risky for other people to decide what gets to be said. And what, like, yep. I, I, I learned it from them. And, uh, interesting and now part, they're like, so nobody I. talks. Yeah, so did I. And you know how I learned it? Burn the flag. Yeah, that was the one that bugged me more than anything. Yeah. Burning the flag, I just felt was such a disrespectful thing. And the, I remember when the court ruled that that was free speech. I'm like, courts are idiots. Yeah, that's what I thought too. But then, as and- my <laughs> prefrontal cortex started to develop, I realized, wait a minute. Yeah, the freedom of speech is freedom of speech and expression, right? As long as that expression. Now you couldn't burn that in the middle of a dry forest that's going to be you know <laughs> it might be against the law but as far as protected speech yeah, yeah the other one is. the other one is uh protected speech being um um uh, vulgar that's it's a big thing now that word that youth keep thinking is within 10 years is not going to mean anything oh yeah what's that what's Vulgarity. that term called amelioration amelioration yeah yeah i mean i'm i'm with you because we just Clark and I were driving on the freeway yesterday, and some guys like had spray painted his car, like decorated it and stuff like that. And on the back said is "F you," 
And Clark's like, that just don't you want to punch that guy? I'm like, yeah, but not as much as I used to want to punch him. Right. <laughs> now it's just kind of like, man, eh, whatever. And I'm like, 10 years from now, he's not even edgy. No, because like, yeah, I don't want to. I mean, like, yeah, YouTube has, has made those kind of square words just. Yeah, like there's water. A lot. Okay, like we we have digressed we, on this. We have digressed. Where were we going? Where we were going was the New York Times poll says that we are not as as a separate as as the online world would have you believe. Right, and we're unified in the idea that the elite and if you find are being protected. Doom scrolling and rage scrolling. So I wanted to actually talk about your friend really quick. The reason your friend gets really frustrated, and the reason that I have gotten frustrated and and sometimes still do. It, it, it is that we feel like we see the world spiraling the drain and we feel powerless to stop it. But that's the same thing you just said. Look, it's not reality. Why? Because it's an algorithm feeding you the things you think they think you want to see. Yeah, well, the, the things so you click you, on because it sounds right. like doom. So you clicked on it and it says, oh, the world is a doomed. Oh, like he likes these doomsday kind of ideas. And so they give you more of them. So my yeah. friend... Who you know? Who who's looking at that kind of stuff? Yep. But and only gets a very it's an echo, it's literally an echo chamber. It you're is literally the algorithm is an echo chamber. And if you're trying to get good uh, analytical ideas from the echo chamber, which by the way can just be your total Google searches, and then it brings up Google searches that it thinks you're going to like. It's not the algorithm's fault. It's your fault. You're not but thinking. It, uh, but it mal educates you. And I, 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 I want to share, this is a little arcane, this is a little in the weeds, but stay with me. I, I want to connect a few dots. So a, a few episodes back, I said that my son prevailed on me that She-Hulk was kind of fun and lighthearted, and I should watch She-Hulk on, on Disney+. Right, Plus. I still haven't done it, sorry. And don't, don't bother, because here's what happened. So like, like the first two episodes were a little bit squishy, woke, like she, girl power, right? And, but right. then it was like several episodes were pretty good. And then it closed super woke. Super woke. So it's done. So it's done. So I'm so I'm out. But here's what's funny. Okay, so here's the dots I want to connect for you. To what William just said. If you're educated by the algorithm and you think that there that that conservatism, for example, is a bunch of of young, angry males who can't get girls who wear funny hats and sit around and complain about women. If that's <laughs> what you really think conservatism is, right? Because that's what that's what that's what your online feeds have taught you. Right. Then you do what they did for She-Hulk. She-Hulk was like, we're going to make girl power a superhero. And they're like, yeah, but those uh, those anti-woke people are going to hate this. And they're like, here's what we'll do. We'll make them the villains. We'll rope-a-dope. So they literally did this. The writer's room did this. I read this article. I couldn't believe it. Like, Because I didn't – okay. <laughs> they're like, we're going to get a bunch of conservative males to criticize She-Hulk, which did happen, by the way. That happened. Right. She's like, and then – at the end of She-Hulk, we'll, we'll show that those angry conservative males are the villains. And, and they, they will, we, we will reveal that we got the joke all along and that the joke's on them. That, that was literally a thing that they did, decided in the writer's room. Okay? What? Do you follow this? Yes. Okay. So, but, he, so he, but here's, here's, here's why they're... That's confirmation bias, isn't it? Yes, yeah. but here's why it didn't work. Okay, so they're like, it worked perfectly because all these conservative people are against woke and stupid. And then there was lots of fun. And then it ends with this... They're at a meeting with a bunch of conservative... With, with, what, they, with, with what they thought the conservative male stereotype was, woman hating, sitting in a barn, complaining about women, meeting, right? Right. And that was the villain, Okay. But here's the problem. 
Like, I didn't get it. I'm, I'm, I am one of their guys. I'm one of the people they're making fun of. And I didn't get it because I don't identify with those guys because that's not who I am. Yes. I'm a married yes. guy. I'm a married guy with lots of kids. Yes. I'm a friendly person. I, I have friends from all different pol- political persuasions. Right. I don't hate Religions, women. all different kinds of races, right. all different I'm kinds pro, of— I'm pro-women. I'm not pro some of the darker, grosser parts of feminism, but I'm definitely pro-women. I've, I've, like, I've pushed women's careers forwards in a half a dozen ways I can think of. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> so, so like the joke was on me, but I didn't get it because the stereotype that they have learned about is false. Like, but that's it's wh- not that no, no, it's not that nobody exists like that. It's just that not very many people exist like that, do you remember, and they don't represent us. Do you remember when Trump was elected and they they spent years trying to figure out who the Trump voter was? <laughs> yes, and yes. they never could. But yeah, I can't figure it out. They still can't, <laughs> and so that's one of the reasons. Like, well, why was the polling so bad when he was elected originally? Well, it's because they couldn't figure out who the people were because they were Democrats, Republicans, and Independents that never thought of themselves as anything right it's, yes but similarly they can't get me to be ashamed for january 6th and like why i'm like because i didn't do it <laughs> like yeah. i don't feel like those people represented me because i don't those people didn't represent me but they but but based on their online feeds they think that there's some giant coalition of oh, us not only that <laughs> but they really think that everybody else like they're unmasking them did you see the msnbc article and they had like i don't know five six uh trump supporters and they 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 showed them tr- january 6th stuff and blah 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 and they're like do you don't you think this is terrible and they're like no <laughs> yeah and they're like well why yes. not that, you know and they're like oh we've unveiled it you know all oh, these terrible trump supporters what do they call them uh what do they call us now Me- election deniers election deniers. election deniers and mega maga yeah mega maga well, election pretty, deniers pretty, it's pretty fun That's you know uh, fascist whatever and and so these guys all of a sudden and they think that they found the barn and that they put their camera in the barn. They think they found them. Yeah. And so they let them talk thinking, oh, they're going to really bury themselves. They're going to really like, be embarrassing. No, the only person that died was a protester, and they should have died. They shouldn't have been there. <laughs> if they were destroying property, they should arrest them. Just yeah. like anyone that destroys property. They're like, and they're like, Aren't you mad they raided the Capitol? She's like, well, which, which group? The people that broke doors down or the people that got let in by the police? Oh, no. And then they're like, <laughs> no, there was a Capitol, there was a Capitol policeman who, who died. And they're like, he of died a, a heart home. attack. He died at home with a stroke. Yeah, a stroke. And they're like, yeah, that doesn't count. One person <laughs> died. They probably should have died because they shouldn't have been there. I don't think they said they should have died. No, just the point is, is that it wasn't an innocent person, and they right? Should, well, they're like, you're... In the point that they're 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 storming yeah yeah the whatever. they're storming private property right and and they're like and not only that one of them's like I was there and there was a guy that literally opened the door and said come in and it was not a protester yeah and so they're like we don't you know so I didn't go in I anyway. thought it was dumb so but okay this goes but back the to po- the, point. the point to that is is that they thought they were in the barn with the camera and unveiled it and the people were articulate informed and totally educated on the issue on both sides and at the end of the day it made the reporter the reporter was gobsmacked i mean they couldn't understand so they had the shock look on their face yes they, they couldn't believe it and they but i think that shock face like i think but a I lot think, of people interpreted that as like i can't believe they're educated i think that they were thought oh they're they're doing it they're lifting the mask in the barn they're pulling off oh, the i don't think hood. so i think that she'd never heard it before 
I think she'd never heard it before. Oh man, I I don't know. I, I think, think she that there's so I think far. She didn't know that people actually believed it. Oh, I think they're so deep in their echo chambers they can't hear anything. Well, I okay, agreed. But she, but we can both agree that she had a, she had a, like shocked look in her face. Oh, for sure. Okay, <laughs> but going back, was... circling back to the point though. Here's the point. Don't believe the echo chambers you hear online yes. about the other side. Yes. Meet your neighbors. Be yes. nice to them. And if they're not nice back, fine. And if you're feeling but, bad about the world, go on a social media fast. Yes. That is a great that's a great call out. But you know what? There's a social media I really like and I enjoy. Have you and you should do it with your kids. You're told me about Be it. Be real. It's fine. <laughs> but it's only good for your kid like with kids. I don't I'm not interested to see I do it with my nieces and nephews. So my She-Hulk follow-up. By the way, I got roasted by some family and friends for saying that to watch. To, I'm super to glad I didn't watch to now. watch She-Hulk. But do you know this is my that that's the one thing the, the so fact my, that she I, I, I retract my She-Hulk. This is fun light fair because it's fun light fair that eventually is, becomes this weird. They yeah, they feel like it's a weird metaphor for political political America, and it's like whatever, man. Um. And, and then, and then on Andor, I, I would, I kind of have to retract my Andor recommendation. That's the Star Wars show. I don't really retract it in that I, I think what I said before is it's really well produced and it's excellent writing. It remains excellent writing, but man, it's sad as crap. It is so sad. Oh, so I haven't, I haven't gotten. So I Andor. kind of retract my Andor recommendation. Well, you know that you know that every season of of Ted Lasso that comes out I make you watch all the things so I know that it, they haven't let me down yeah. cuz that they truly have set it up for a real big letdown I mean you love this guy so much right but I see the shorts of that dark game all over and I people love, love it. it oh it was such a great moment in cinema. oh it was a great moment I started really watching that show I I'm started gonna, I'm, going, I'm going to, and it, and it watches clean like it's a brand new show. It's, oh. it's, it feels great. All I'm over. going. I'm going in. When does the third one come out? Do you know? I don't. No one knows. They keep keeping it a secret. I think it's supposed to be this fall, but it's November, so I don't know when it's going to be. Jeez, the, those guys, and what a, what a breath of fresh air. All right. So, okay. Uh, so we we skirted around this. Uh-oh. I think I think we should give it not more than five minutes. What's that? Oh, Twitter got bought by by, yes, Elon, yes, by, yes, by Elon yes, Musk. Yes. My favorite part in all the things okay, well, so wait, far. I'm going to give you one minute clean. Okay, so, so say, here's say my thing favorite that part that happened. Okay. Was Joe Biden puts out a tweet that says, <laughs> we are the greatest president ever because Social Security recipients are getting the biggest check they've uh, increased check they ever had because of the Joe Biden administration. Now, that is actually factually true, but not for the reason you think. <laughs> and so they they call it a fact check, but they're not. He added this things like Twitter. Uh, Twitter fact checked yeah. it. Well, not Which really. They never. Not never really. So it's not really. Do. It's like he says other uh, users thought this might be useful information, and they talk about how the increases in Social Security checks, writ, uh, uh, according to the law signed in by Richard Nixon. <laughs> What is based on inflation. So, yes. yes, it is the biggest. Yes, it is Biden's. Uh, yes, he did it, but not in the way he thinks he not did. Not he thinks he did. And so they retracted the tweet. So th- this is only noteworthy because under old Twitter, they never fact-checked. Anything. They never fact-checked You know, the they did another ever. one. Did you see the other one here of Newsom uh, about no. electricity? No. So Newsom tweeted something like, Electri- uh, uh, Californians spend less money on electricity than Florida Floridians and Texans. Okay, that's factually true. If 
you look at it as a whole. But if you look at it per kilowatt, we have the fifth largest. And so they added, Twitter added a thing. Users, other users think this might be useful information, and they show. The reason is, is because it's hotter and more humid there. So people use more electricity. For air conditioning. So their bills on a yearly basis are higher, but their per kilowatt charges are much, much, much lower. Oh, I know that they're much lower. I used to live in a place where it was cheaper. So that so although so factually my, now true, I'm gonna go one by one minute on, I loved on the it. Twitter takeover. Yesterday they had a bunch of uh, firings at Twitter. Amen. And there's concern because because uh, uh, advertisers are abandoning Twitter. Now, in my opinion, I have this idea that there is a secret cabal of people that were funneling money to Twitter to prop it up, and they're withdrawing their money now because they don't get to control the platform anymore. That's just my secret conspiracy theory. But 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 the underlying critique of critics are. Elon doesn't know what he's doing. He's going to ruin Twitter. And to that, I say, hold on. So either I get amazing Twitter or I get no Twitter. Either way, I'm winning. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, Twi- and Elon may lose a, an incredible amount of money, a money that most people would just beg to, to, be able to, to run a country yeah. with. Right. And so Elon may lose that money. But either way, I win. I'm feeling great. I'm feeling great. By the way, I think they're wrong. I think that uh, – so here's an interesting thing, and this is something that people – I, I was talking about someone uh, to someone yesterday. When I was managing – and he was talking about – so he's a businessman, and he's talking about one of his clients is gives him a lot, a lot of business. But they don't pay – on time, and because of that, it really just messes him up, right? And, then, and when I say don't pay on time, like... Who, who doesn't pay on time? This, it's just, this is a client of his. Okay. So they don't pay on time, so he'll he'll have his workers do all this work, and then they don't pay for six to nine months. Well, yeah. then, so he's got to float all of the cost of the materials time. and the, the cost of, of the workers yeah. in order to make this happen. But they give so much business to him, he doesn't really... You know, he's like, I got to deal with this, right? Yeah. So we're trying to talk about this, but recently he's kind of like started dialing back with them. And he's just, he seems like a happier guy, right? He's making less money, but he's just seems, seems so much lighter, not as stressed. Yeah. So here's the thing. I used to sell, I used to do management of sales teams during the summers on, in college. Yeah, yeah. I was really good at it. Uh-huh. My second year doing this, I had this super, super stud of a, of a salesman who was like double tripling what anyone else could sell. Yeah, you mentioned that. And so at one point- You told this whole story. Oh, did I? Okay, so one about, point- about so I told, You decided that even though he was the top salesman- Yeah, you, you I fired to... him and I, and, and I said what the contribution that he's getting was not equal to what he was suppressing. Okay. So I believe that's what's going to happen with Twitter. If he has a vacuum, right, of of uh, right now of people leaving, yeah, he's going. That's not a one for one ratio where one leaves, I lose one dollar. Does that make sense? I'm. Uh, what's going to happen is there's going to be a vacuum that's going to be filled with other advertisers that are perfectly happy to be there. I'm. I hope you're right. Uh, I, I don't know that you're right. Because basically, he has to prove that the audience will stay. If he can prove the audience will stay, the, the advertisers will come back. But he's going to do something better than that. He's going to prove the audience is real. Here's another thing yeah, that but, people don't talk when, about. When he goes to prove the audience is real, it's going to be half the size. So here's the thing. <laughs> it's going to be half. Uh, no, I don't think so. I think it's going to be different. So here's the thing. If you want to build a Twitter following, do you know how you do that? Other than pay you people told, to Yeah, do... you mentioned this on the pod a couple of uh, pods ago. That was, was a long pod ago, though. Was it long, Yeah, okay. yeah, it was okay, a long time ago. What was it? So there's two... You can take two different extremes. You have uh, uh, Barack Obama, okay. and you have uh, Donald Trump. 
And the question is, who is has a bigger uh, following? Now, if you look at the numbers of just the numbers, Barack Obama has a, a larger following. Okay. But if you look at how many people he follows, yeah, it's something in the neighborhood of half a million. Barack Obama follows a bunch of people. Right. And has a big Twitter following. Right. Okay. Now, when you looked at Trump, Trump had a lar- a smaller one than Barack Obama, but he was only following like 40 people. So the, the formula to build a Twitter following is I like something that's changed that I'm interested in or a person I'm interested in. Yeah. I like I follow them and then they follow you. OK. So and that's how it builds. And then at some point you get an iner- uh, some kind of inertia event where it just kind of builds uh, itself. Yeah. So in Barack Obama's case, it was something around five hundred thousand built into this ginormous one, you know, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. that isn't real. It's yeah. not. That's not real. That's yeah. manufactured followings. Yeah. And I think what's going to happen now, because he's already announced it, if you want the blue check that says that you're real, yeah. there's going to be eight dollar a month fee for it. Dude, are you are you going to do it? No, but I think I might do it. I'm not going to do it because I, I don't do Twitter. No, but I think you should do it just to support. Just to support it. Yep. I, I, I wouldn't be against it, but yeah. I, I'm not against the fact that he's charging it. I don't really care. Yeah. And if you want to spend it, you don't have to spend it. You can still get a blue check, but you it's not a verified blue check. Yeah. So that's going to show that the verified blue check person is an actual influencer, an actual active base of people. That are going to be interacting, a more powerful advertising outlet, a more expensive advertising outlet. Look, I think it'll work if if people don't flee. They're not going to. If you make it better, it's not a fun platform in the first place. I know, man. Look, I, but it I, is going to be a fun platform. Don't get me wrong. I, I 100% believe that... Elon Musk can make Twitter a better and more fun platform. I yes. believe that. And uh, and I just he just has to do it before the cabal so, can can, oh no. can kill no, it. But think about this. Okay, I'll, I got to convince you of this because here's the thing. I know I can see it in your face. He has to do it before the cabal can kill it. I don't think they for you can't kill it. Nobody it's not like the investors are pulling out. It's a loan. Okay? So okay, he has he has all no, the no, time. No, he the owns it. No, well, he borrowed money to get it, but yeah, no, he, there's, there's, there, they, they can't pull out. It's a loan. He's as long as he pays the payment, he's fine. So the question is, can, can how long can he pay the payment? How long can he pay the payment? Yeah. Right. So what? He's cutting costs. But here's the thing, if I can make a more powerful and more, here's going to be the balance. Yeah. He's not going. He's going to take all of the controls off. The Twitter people that can create a Twitter, or at least were running Twitter, the board, the 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 actual engineers and all that stuff lived in a small echo chamber designed by themselves. Oh, I know that it wasn't a working model, that they were losing $4 million a day. Right. And that, that right, is was they were so into the they bark on the tree the that they couldn't farts. see. Exactly. They couldn't see the true potential of it. And the true potential of it is a free expression of town square, which includes... All the people you hate. Okay. Okay, now, if and all now, those people that you hate can create a real following, then the question is, go back to the poll. The poll is that we are okay with talking with one another. The, in the real world, 
right? Yeah. So if you open it up, then the echo chamber is no longer an echo chamber. It's now a tar- it's so uh, as a platform, it becomes more usable and more friendly and more fun. And on the flip side, what's going to happen? I predict he's going to give controls to you to be able to say, "I want explicit content not in my my feed." That'd be nice. I think it's going to come. All right, time's up on Twitter. Now we're going to give we a, ti- a tiny bit of time to uh, the, the red wave, the red wave, <laughs> the red tsunami. The tsunami. <laughs> Remember when we were kids, red was associated with communism. So if we said the red wave, we'd be like, oh, no, oh, no, <laughs> it's coming. When I was a kid, I just associated it with the University of Utah. And that would be the do same you think problem. it's OK. Do you think it's going to be a close election that favors Republicans, no. a wave election that favors Republicans? Or a tsunami that people can't even imagine? A tsunami. I'm going with tsunami. I think that is... Well, in uh, a perspective tsunami. What I mean by perspective tsunami is like if you're on the other side, you're going to think the whole world ends. And... They do think it's going to end. Somehow, Somehow the exercise of democracy is killing democracy. <laughs> Allowing all these these people to vote is killing democracy. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> hey, okay. so and I wanna... it's completely ignorant of the idea of our representative. I, I want to I I tell you why I think it's a tsunami. Okay, the, here's what the polls say. The polls say it's going to be close in favoring Republicans. So Republicans might win a lot of seats, but they might only win by two or three points. That's what the, that's what the polls say. Okay, I, I suggest that I, I, I was burned by this before. Like, I really thought that, that Arizona was going to go Republican last year. And I really thought in the, re, in the re-election camp, uh, I thought that the two senators from Georgia were going to go Republican last year. I, I've, been oh, wrong. I did too, yeah. I've been wrong before, right? Yeah. But but my case for the red tsunami is not the polls. My case because I because I've come to believe that part that parties are not all that significant. People are my case for the tsunami is that seven dollar gas exists. Yes. And if seven dollar gas exists, people are furious. Yes. Their their rage will be directed at the people who are in power. The people yes. who are in power right now are Democrats. Yes. And for no other reason. For yes. no other reason than the fact that the cornflakes cost double and the gas costs triple. And your house value went down. And your house value went down. And if you wanted no, to buy a house, for your no mortgage other reason. is more expensive. Like if I knew nothing else, I would say, wow, the party in power is going to get shellacked. Yes. And that that's why I think tsunami. And, and they're like, well, why isn't that reflected in the polls? I'm like, because the polls don't have any models for majority Latino vote going the other side. Yep. The polls don't have any models for 25% swings in suburban housewives. Yep. The polls don't have any models for 65% margin of people with kids voting for Republicans. Yep. 65% margin on that. So I think what's going to happen is I think all the polls are the polls already suggest a four point like four point generic ballot Republican advantage in the last Five today. And the last time that happened, there was a sixty vote. There was a sixty seat change in the in the House. Now Republicans aren't sixty seats behind, so it it'll probably be more like thirty or forty. But it was sixty last time. That there was that kind of margin, yeah. right? Nineteen ninety four. The polls already suggest that. But I'm saying that, that even those polls do not absorb seven dollar gas. I I can't tell you how how upset I am every time I fill up. And I fill up a lot. There's four cars in the Davis family, and there's going to be five in a minute. 
<laughs> that's a problem. Yeah, no, it's tough. And <laughs> so, I will, uh, so be postpartisan. I'm not actually. If it were, if it were Republicans in power right now, right? If we and they were doing dumb stuff, I would, I would. I would herald. I don't like one party rule. I think that the system. I don't like one party rule either. No, I like. I think the system personally is supposed to be super, super, super slow, and it's supposed to make it through news cycles. It's not. So supposed you're not supposed to be able to lurch in policy and can't disrupt the market. Pander and do that kind of garbage. Yeah. Right. So, so for a good example of this is um, the loan forgiveness. It got stopped. Remember, I said I don't see how this is legal. Yeah, and we found out the way the way they justified it was emergency powers for COVID. Yeah, so it's, it's so so the, the it so, didn't get stopped though; it got paused. Well, but so the, we'll see. You, you don't put a stay on something unless you think it's gonna, you know, go your way. And the, it was not a law passed by Congress that yeah. was signed by the president, which, by the way, could have been done because they're one party rule right now. If this is your party's p- platform, go for it. You All could right. have done that, but so they did it. You so predict I, tsunami. I predict tsunami. Do you have any, you have any predictions on, on surprise? Okay. Do you have two or three surprise picks for the things that will surprisingly go away from the incumbents? Not really because I, I don't I don't like surprise picks. To me, it was just it doesn't make sense to me. But I will say this. I gotta talk about Fetterman. I don't understand this. I do not understand why well, he's gonna lose, so no, I don't understand why. He is clearly in. I'm. We're not, I'm not talking about funny impaired like Biden. Biden seems to be just out to lunch sometimes. This guy is clearly impaired. Actually impaired. And it. Let's just say it is from his stroke that he said that that it he is. had. Yeah. What? Why would anyone say we need a cognitively impaired person to be part of? The, is it because you get in there and then he can retire? Uh, uh, peacefully and and then someone like can a, be like appointed appoint, but else. that doesn't make that that is when when those are the same people going out and saying democracy well, is on right. the I mean, edge i don't know man <laughs> it doesn't make sense if you're barack obama who i think everybody can kind of consistently would say is based on today's politics was kind of moderate uh, i mean he wasn't but compared, today's compared to today's politician he seems kind of moderate what he or did, reasonable what he did was moderate compared to what's happening now sure now Granted, he did he owned, he did not have one party rule for very long. I mean, they stopped him. But the point the point of this is that I don't know who disagrees with you on Fetterman. I mean, no, but I don't look. I guess uh, people. What's her name? Uh, Oprah her went like out there. Women, women's rights. Oprah's interesting, right? She goes out there. First of all, she made Doctor Oz. So why she hates him is weird. But the second part is, did she wh- make Doctor Oz? I didn't realize. Oh that. yeah, He's no, he her, started as a guest on her show. Really? Yeah. He was a regular guest on the show. That's funny. I didn't. And I don't actually know a thing about that guy. So I don't either. And I actually don't think he's that great of a of a politician. Yeah. He's just not Fetterman. Yeah. But Fetterman is like, I'm not even saying he's a Republican. I'm just saying, dude, he's not right. Yeah. He cannot put together a sentence. So why are you putting? It's a. It's sad. You're I, not. I don't, you're not I don't, using a mentally I don't ill mean person. This is in a haha way. I just mean like this is uncomfortable. Like I fast forward it when they play clips. I'm like, I'm so embarrassed for this guy. I can't do it. But it's, <laughs> I, I'm, I, I am in awe of any reasonably intelligent individual that would go out and put their stamp of approval just because he has some kind uh, of. But William, wouldn't you do that though? No, I would not. Would you vote for Diane Feinstein if the person running against her was a Republican who fumbled his words like because he no, had a stroke? No, that's not fumbling his words. He's not. Would you? 
I would not vote. I would. I just wouldn't vote. Okay. I don't know that I'd give it a positive to the other, but I certainly wouldn't go out and endorse the person. It doesn't make any sense. You would not vote for a, a conservative to fill a seat. No. If he had had a stroke, no. he or she had had a stroke. No. All right. I think basic cognitive functions is necessary for <laughs> government. Williams, Williams' face is taking a turn. Yeah, no. Yeah, I, no, dum-dum. I would not do that. No. It's, All I, right. That, that's just— okay, and so it That's just as long as we were going to go on that. So now we don't talk about now we need to talk about window tinting. Did you tint the windows in your car? Yes, of course. I can't even see inside that <laughs> of thing. Of course I did. It's like not the best. Like it's, like it's like a club. It's like a hip hop club. Like, <laughs> I open, it, like I open it and bong smoke like flies out and neon lights are blinking inside. So how's that feel? Do you feel nice and tinty inside? Is that do you no longer have to worry about getting in road rage incidents because people can't see who you are? <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually hoped that no one could see in the notes that I use my phone all the time while the car's driving. <laughs> but I did get a ticket for that. Um, oh, you did? Yeah. Ooh. They pulled over and I'm like... Is that like $300? Well, I'm, I got I'm ticket, contesting it. I got a ticket it. for one of those. I'm contesting Good it. Good luck so the guy, So the guy pulls me over and I'm like, he's like, well, you were looking at your phone. I'm like, well, the car was driving. I literally said that. He's like, he's like, that doesn't matter. <laughs> so he says, but, you know, the cars are better than when the law was saying, you probably should challenge it. That's what he said. So oh, I think he's, yeah, I think he's like literally telling me I'm not showing up to court. Okay. <laughs> so I'm hoping. All right. And then the last so thing I is. So I did tint. Why? Do you not tint your window? I, I, for me, I don't like the. No, no, but you did it recently. Like you didn't have it tinted for a while and now it's. No, no, it's always been. Has it always been? Oh, yeah, maybe it says darker this morning. No, I got it. Because this morning it was so dark when I pulled up, I couldn't see in the seat to see, see if, if I was in there. Yeah. So maybe, I, maybe it's just that I don't do it. I do. F- I think only... it's called 15%, which, so you're, I, I just kind of try to match it to the back windows. You're oh, not legally allowed to do that in California, by the way. Okay. All right. Finally, I want to say that I do something weird in cars, which is, okay, so I have my, my car. Well, you do my, something my, weird my, in cars? My little, my little convertible. It's yeah. like one of the things my mom always complains about with cars like that is that she has to climb out because my mom's a tall lady and I'm a tall person too. Yeah. And I agree that it's actually kind of – you kind of have to figure out how to use your body to climb out of a little yeah. car like that. Not a fan. But but where it gets really bad is when you – like uh, I have a backpack and a drink and a bag <laughs> of something at the store and I try and climb out. And I always try and do it in one trip. <laughs> one <laughs> and I, movement. And I, one movement. And every single time I'm like, I'm almost out. I'm like, I'm almost to freedom. And then my glasses will fall off my head. And I'll fumble for them and I'll drop like all six things. Like, why do I do this? Why don't I just patiently get out of the car? And then reach in to get the other reach stuff. reach in to get the stuff. Well, I just, I, I do it. I'm like. I'm, you set it up so you're so balanced. I'm like, like okay, I've got it. I've I got, got it. I've got it. Boom. There go the glasses. There goes everything. The reason it's. It's funny because we all do that at some point. <laughs> is that why? That's one of the reasons I'm such a truck guy because you can. You can kind of like fall out. You can fall out of the car. <laughs> as long as you land you. on your feet, you're good. <laughs> but no, the climb out thing, like that's actually, I'm not a sports. Uh, I've had some cars that are low ground, you know, yeah. sedans or whatever. I figured it out. I kind of use the inside of my elbow. It's kind of like uh, like that. Like I kind of I get my uh, I, as I'm climbing out, I hook my left elbow on the, on the door behind. I try not to use my hand. Because then I leave a giant hand mark on the car. Right. But my elbow is kind of, you know, I'm usually wearing a shirt. <laughs> I think it's just a constant reminder that I have to do core work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fat. Oh, crud. Well, this is going to be an exciting week. The next time we do oh a podcast. Oh, my po- gosh. People's hands are, heads are going to melt. next time we do a podcast, like, weird things will have happened on Twitter. Like, a giant tsunami election will have happened. I, I'll be shocked if it's not a tsunami. 
Oh, I'm sorry. And here's my. I think there's going to be some weird. Okay, I think. I think everyone, they'll try to say it's not. The, never knows the house is gone. People are starting to concede that the Senate is gone. But what's going to be weird is safe seats. Safe seats are going to be gone. There's going to be like. There's I think, several. I think the governor of New York is going to be out. gone. I think Governor Michigan's out. I, I think, think we might. I think we might pick up the Washington State Senate. I think. Everyone's like, did no. you hear what the Oregon? Like, no, and I'm like, I think we might. You know what you I mean? Hear, okay, so this is really interesting. Do you hear what happened in Oregon? The recently? Oregon, the Oregon governor, or yeah, the governor. Yeah, they're like, oh, no, they they literally signed. Uh, he signed an order for them to go into Portland and clean out the homeless. And they're yeah. like, everybody's like, wait a minute, because right, he's right been before the election, right before the election, <laughs> because I think there's some people are getting the message like, wait, no, we do need cops. Yeah. And yeah, wait, we don't want uh, people living on the streets for a lot of health reasons yeah. and safety reasons, et cetera, and so forth. So you see these people. In fact, the so one the, the backlash. So whether or not there's a red tsunami, the backlash is happening. One of the like uh, to, another thing I haven't reported a ton on this. I'm not a reporter. I haven't spo- I haven't <laughs> we spo- are. A reporter. I haven't spoken a ton about this because it's been really obscure papers that have been talking about it. But there's been some talk that the that the woke backlash is happening in Hollywood, and I haven't, we haven't talked a ton about it. We talked a little bit about Netflix, right? Right. But, but but I haven't talked about it because it's all these obscure commentary blogs, right? Well, guess who wrote about it two days ago? The New York Times. The New York Times is like. Uh, they they were stressed about it. They're like people in Hollywood seem to think that maybe uh, like pursuing all these social issues isn't going to be the box office smash hit that they thought. I, I and I'm like, oh well, right. there's other things too. And I meant to text you this as part of the backlash. But do you remember that during the the Black Lives Matter woke stuff, they decided to change Disney decided to change Splash Mountain to the theme of the Prince oh, yeah. of the Frog. Yeah, yeah, canceled. What? They're not changing it. Really? Yep. There was a backlash on the backlash. Oh, that's why they're, they're not changing it because of public outcry. Yep. Which tells me maybe Disney's not as deaf as they thought they we thought we thought they were, and maybe there's hope there. But I have an offline story to tell you about that. So they have. So so there's been a couple of those situations where uh, um, big companies have have said we're going to do these big retheming kind of things in order to be accommodating to Black Lives Matter. Now, now to mob. the to the good-hearted people on the other side of this conversation. And there are there are good-hearted people on the other, There are people who legitimately thought that all these movements were were going to were going to be an outreach to people who have been ignored for a long time. I I just want you to know that I I don't want people to feel ignored or, or to feel excluded. I just don't, I don't think they I just, do, Randy. I just don't think that the way that I just don't think that the way you're you're going to do that is to openly attack those people that have Randy, you're literally giving a, a disclaimer to the, the ideas that we have that we just figured out that people don't mind. Well, I don't uh, black lives matter. Okay. Yes, they do. Of course they do. All lives matter. Okay. So get that in the recording. But at the end of the day, that what is happening is the back to your political elite poll, right? There, in order for us to really be energized and go out and do what people want us to do, they've got to create a boogeyman, and that boogeyman's got to exist. Whether that's a cop or a white person or a black person or a whatever person, is it? And both sides do it. It's just political one on one, and we're just getting old enough to see through it. 
We're getting old enough. Well, I shouldn't say that. I think society is starting to push through it because it's getting more extreme. We have to do more extreme things and say more extreme things to get them out there. Look, the, the, are there marginal people out there that feel marginalized and blah, blah, blah? Sure, that's just called kindness or Christianity or whatever you want to call it. But at the end of the day, are, are there a lot of them? The answer is no. They're just aren't. Uh, I, think, I think the solution to people that feel ignored is to fold them in to to what will work in the in the economy but not to just you can't just okay it's a social experiment to say we're going to openly ignore like a huge swath of the marketplace and jam down this other idea because it's new and you're old i just don't think that works and 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 hollywood's figuring that out i think they are and it's uh it's the backlash man yeah, I love like, it. A, like a return to common sense. Honestly, I started to believe. Okay, oh, we didn't talk about this, but I wanted to say there's one more thing about Twitter and about the backlash generally. I think we're going to find. I think we're going to discover. I think it will be revealed in the next six months that a huge portion of Twitter mobs were bots being manipulated by foreign actors intending to deliberately divide. That's my d- point. Divide our nation. By the way, that's I what's think, happening in Brazil. I, I think we're going to find that. That's what's happening in Brazil. How so? Did you see the two million people showed up to a, to protest? No. And they because they believe that China went in there to affect that election. The duly elected current uh, prime minister—I forget what they call it down there—was elected. He was, you know, a fairly normal guy. The new one that just got voted in was a leftist. Was a leftist communist who has who was arrested and he's a he's a criminal. Yeah. And they're like, nobody voted for this guy. How did this happen? And they think China manipulated it because China owns most of the power production in uh, Brazil, and they need a puppet. That's conspiracy, whatever. Yeah. But China China is imperializing a lot of stuff. That's a very interesting subject. Clark and I got into it the other day. but Imperializing? Um, yeah, they're imperializing. They are colonizing. Uh, but they're colonizing oh, China, it in a different yeah, yeah, yeah. way. They're doing it. No, with, yeah, they're doing. The they're doing it with with belt and roads or something like roads and yes, something or other. they're, they're creating infrastructures. They're owning. They're owning power companies. They they want they ports resources. They own ports. Yeah, I'm telling you, dude. I t- I've seen, I've played Chinese strategy games. I know how they, I know how they think. No, I'm with you. But when I, I say d- when I say it like that, it sounds like some sort of racist thing. I I know how mainland China culture thinks about power. Well, and I but you gotta remember they have 1.3 billion people. I don't think that is as big as you think. I mean, Shanghai is what number one or two in the as Hong Kong's number one. Well, Shanghai's number well, two in populist. I just, I don't know how many of those people think that way. But oh. I will say this, and I was telling okay. Clark this. I don't I'm not as worried about China as um as everybody else is because I think that there's going to be a population implosion and I think that that problem is going to be big. They they they're predicting yeah, that they're going to have 1.3 and in the next decade they're going to go down to 600 million. That's a problem, especially when you're when your 1.3 is is phasing out. Now he says, well, the one child behind is gone or one child thing is gone. Anyway, that's a whole nother issue. We should bring Clark on on that. He's actually really educated and that was his real Eastern Asian studies. This has been a bonus size episode. This has been this has been the red tsunami it's been size a bit. red tsunami size episode of the Waystation podcast. Yes. It's it's a little bit less than the two episodes you probably deserved, but it's a little bit more than the one episode we were here to do. So we hope you've enjoyed your stay at the Waystation Podcast, your source for life hack social commentary and amazing stories. Of which we've had all today. I'm William. I'm William. 
Wait, you're William. I'm Randy. Wait. So confusing. I'm William. I'm Randy. Have a good day. <laughs> <laughs>